I am no Jedi. What Jedi devilry is this? Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 160. Wow. Of a spoonful of podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with my co host, Brian Galloway. Brian, how are you doing on this lovely galaxy evening? <laughs> I am doing good. I'm doing very well, Evan. And hello, Spoonies. How are you? And uh, we have a cool episode tonight. We're we're welcoming back a person who joined us before and a guest. And I like to, I always like when guests come back because that means that we're we're actually moving along. We're up episode one sixty, so we are moving, and people are listening to us, and we're you know, and so we have guests wanting to come back. But um, so we have um, all the way from Iowa, we have Derek Frank. How are you, Derek? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me back. You know, last time I was in Nashville. Now I moved to Iowa, so it's it's good that you still will re- will have me on the show, even though I'm an Iowan now. Well, you know, I was in Georgia last time we were on the you were on the show, and now I'm in Florida. So, it's, hey, it's perfect. You know, it's we always we about around. moving around. That's right. Except Brian, he's next. Yeah, I'm still in New Jersey. I I don't think I'm moving for a while. I mean, yeah, this, yeah. I'm a little stuck for a while, but who knows? Um, but today, great. We want to talk about uh, something that's really near and dear for me. And and, it's, and if you know me, you know that I've been for the longest time. I was waiting for them to bring for the Star Wars universe to bring Ashoka back it into the live um, series. And I am just so happy right now. And I think I, I've you know, I am a total Star Wars fanboy here, and um, we're here to talk about it today, and I'm just so anxious for it. What, how do you guys feel? Derek? Man, I feel like this is the best series they've made so far. I love it so much, and I didn't think they were going to be able to top some of the Mandalorian stuff, but I just loved this series. There, There's very few criticisms that I have about it. So I'm I need to go back through and watch Mando one more time. And I don't know if Mando is still holding that number one spot for me because of the cinematography of just the storyline and it just I don't know there was a certain feeling that came with Mandalorian, but it was kind of the first launch on Disney Plus of a Star Wars series, if I remember correctly, a live action was, Star Wars was, series. So, first. I mean, with it being the first in watching it and that anticipation being so high, maybe that's why the status elevated up to the level it was for me. But if it is not, if, if Ahsoka is not above Mando, it is right neck and neck. So for me to make a real distinction of what is my favorite live action Star Wars like series I, I would have to watch mando again but right now it's still mando number one ahsoka's number two but that may change if i watched it again but otherwise it's amazing it, yeah, was, you can't, it was so good one, one or one one a doesn't really matter to me it doesn't matter see to me what matters is there's a character that i saw 
And I've actually said this before, you know, way back when, when, when Disney did Star Wars weekends at Universe, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Hollywood Studios, Universe, Hollywood Studios, <laughs> um, I, they, they had, they had this one, I got up one, early one morning, I went there, I got a, I got a free lightsaber watch, which I still have, I still have in the case, I've never opened it. I, I got, um, I got to go to this George Lucas seminar they had way back in the, in the back. And this was like, you know, it was like eight o'clock in the morning and they announced that Ashoka was joining Clone Wars. That's how long ago it was. And they had a, they had somebody come out dressed like her, and it was the coolest thing in the world. I'm like, who is this? What's going on? But I never thought it was ever going to get beyond that. You just don't know. You watch the you watch the series, you watch Rebels. You always think, hey, we're never going to do this live. It's never going to. It's not going to go any further than this. And for me, Rebels was one of my favorite shows. Well, I've just rewatched Clone Wars again because I wanted to go see a bunch of things and. This is so, that's what makes this, this whole series so great for me, because I just never expected this to come into a situation where it was live. Yeah, so, I mean. I don't know, Derek, how do you feel? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did, I, I'm the same way, where for me also, when they did announce this, I was still pretty torn up that Ashley didn't get the part. Yes. Um, and like, I love Rosario Dawson. I think she's fantastic. But I was like, Ashley is Ahsoka. That that was the thing. And, and she's done on-screen stuff. So I'm like, I'm not going to like this because she's not in it. And then when Rosario was in stuff with, you know, the other series, Mando, I yeah. was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, this is probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. And then she just knocked it out of the park. She took it to a whole different level. That as much as I love Ashley, I don't know that she could have done the actual character acting as strong. Rosario Dawson was amazing. I mean, there was a presence on screen with her. Uh, It was like, she really was a real Jedi. Like they're, they're really real. They're walking among us and she is one, you know, like I was totally convinced watching this, that she is that, I mean, just her persona. And I did see a little, small i think you can see on disney plus it's like the making of ahsoka but it's only like seven or eight minutes i think it's just a quick snippet interview thing with her and she was in full costume and she even told the camera it's hard talking to you all right now like this because i'm not ahsoka right now i mean she gets that into it so that's what she said like it's it's physically hard for me to talk to you as rosario when i'm ahsoka right now dressed up with everything you know and um, that, that's just, that's dedication to me. I mean, that's commitment. That is putting your whole self into a role. And it really did come off to us as a viewing audience, for sure. Absolutely. And, and you know, and that's a scary thing, too, because that's how a lot of actors have really gone too far. Yeah. And and obviously, you know, I think she's doing pretty well. But um, seeing her interviews at, at the last Star Wars celebration um, was incredible, too. And I was like, okay, this is amping up to be pretty great so yeah i'm blown away with what they've done yeah absolutely i got to see her just recently at comic-con but she was like it was so far away like she was leaving the her the autograph signing was like 200 dollars to get her autograph so obviously i didn't go do that but i saw her like leave from to take a break and she walked around the corner and i like, oh my god you know then she was gone um but yeah she's she's hit another level now not that she wasn't great to begin with 
I think this is she she's hit her iconic character because you know everybody wants that one iconic character because then you'll live on and you get the residuals and everything like that and she's done that. But yeah. I have to say, so I'm going to tell you the other things that are pretty amazing to me is that Sabine Wren also terrific like like they found a great character for Hera they found a great character I, I mean a great actor actress I it's amazing like they 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 finally casted really well I thought this that's the big thing you know and you know you know as well as I do I get really mad if I if I see somebody cast as a character and I'm like there's no way that looks like the the original you know they did I think they did an amazing job I don't know how you guys feel Oh, I, I agree. And I think uh, Natasha is amazing for Sabine. Of course, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who is, you know, is married to Obi-Wan. Yeah, exactly. What, what a life. What a household that is. You imagine living in that house? My goodness. <laughs> I know. And, and and then you have Thrawn, which that was really cool because that is the guy who did the voice of Thrawn. Yep. It was funny to see him like kind of chunky. Yeah. With the gut. Yeah. The gut yeah. was like, I don't know about that, but but the rest of it. Yes. Yeah, and so I think casting uh, might have been the strongest part of the series. Mm, but it means a lot. That, mean, it, it, that does mean a lot because because yeah. you know you know as well as I do that Star Wars nerd, nerds are very very they're big on that. They don't want they don't want changes. Just like Disney nerds, like we we don't, we don't want changes. We don't like change. I want this to be consistent to what I've been following, and they did a good job there. They really yeah. did. And, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Balin, you know, with Ray Stevenson mm. passing away. And, yes, uh, correct. And and I think they should just recast it. Obviously, that is going to be a huge role to step into for somebody, and it's going to be filled with criticism, but I think they have to do it. You know, Balin was interesting for me because, okay, so, you know, I know y'all coming from watching, you know, rebels and that kind of stuff and i've i've only watched portions of the animated series and i know i'm doing myself a disservice you don't have to tell me that the whole internet has told me that right <laughs> so with that taken into account the whole balin thing is very interesting to me i didn't realize that balin was as powerful as he was i mean he wasn't you know i don't think he was about to beat ahsoka at any time but he was a worthy adversary to her so that was kind of surprising to me i mean he he did pretty well <laughs> yeah in and the i fights. think we're gonna learn more i want to know more about him because that's one i don't know as much about i i need to find out more about him and understand where he was because i and again i we're diving into this so you know haphazardly but near the end i thought he was looking into the sky and wondering maybe i made a mistake well, there was maybe something I, maybe in the I'm distance. I'm on the wrong side. Yeah, maybe I'm on the wrong side here. <clears throat> well, you know, he was at that in that arm that was pointing out, and at, on the horizon there was like a blinking light, uh, and that's what he was looking at. So he's he he saw something, and you know, a lot of people have kind of spec, uh, you know, kind of come up with theories of what he's what he's seeing out there, and some people have said that the planet, what's the planet, per- Peridia, is that right? Mm-hmm is you know a not the home of the force but has a secret like force tap power in it and that's what he felt inside of him and that's what he's seeking out and that's maybe what that light is i I don't know and we don't know but there's something hidden on that planet uh, enough for him to say look forget thrawn forget forget uh shin forget everything i'm going off on my own now and, you know, what a way to go off on your own on a planet that far out like that where you can't get back. So 
there's something for sure going on there. Oh yeah, and then you know when you have the ones who are like the celestials, the, the right. father, the son, and the father. daughter. Yep, you got it. And then you, and then you have the daughters missing at the end because he's standing on that statue or or you know that carving of the father and the son. And the daughters missing, but then the owl shows up and Ahsoka sees the owl, which could be the daughter. And then there's also the mother that we don't really know about, who is like this super force thing that's not uh, mentioned in a lot of stuff. So is he going to release the mother to destroy the light and the dark side of the force? Uh, we don't know. Well, then it goes to the whole theory about the light and the dark and the gray Jedis. And that, that whole, that's another hard one for me because I'm still, I don't even know if there is a gray Jedi, but there, but there could be. And like, you, you see, you think, you know, there, if you go, Luke is the light, the light Jedis. And then, Ashoka, I don't know. She didn't really follow the Jedi path. So was she considered a gray Jedi? Because I, I don't know. I would have before, but now she says she's a Jedi. So I know. I know. That's why I'm saying I don't know. There's something there that that I want to. I need to find out. But again, it's hard. This is. There's always that debate because no one really you know lucas never really ironed this out for all us so he didn't he didn't document all this to make it sure it's easy for us to follow there's no encyclopedia that tells you that even though there's a wikipedia but it's it's it, it you really don't know so it's all speculation but there's something there and i i just you know there's different classes of jedis and, and there's sith and but there's that in between and i know there's more if you read the if you read the series and all the different books, you're going to see other people that fall into that line in the middle there. Um, and I think she is, but I think she's trending good. I mean, I think she's trending light. Oh, definitely on the light side. But, you know, if she's full on to the old Jedi teachings because of everything that happened in uh, in Clone Wars, you know, she got kicked out. Then it was a misunderstanding. It was all this yep. stuff. Yep. Um, the, the cool thing for me, I'm I'm really big into the books. And the, the Thrawn series by Timothy Zahn is one of my favorite series of all time. And in that, Thrawn meets Anakin, and then he meets him as Darth Vader. So he's one of the few people in the galaxy that knows the truth. And that's that whole, when they said, oh, her old master was Anakin Skywalker. You could see him visibly like, oh, no. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> like, this exactly. This might be bad. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, and that's where people are like, well, why should I have to ha read all these backstories and watch all these things? Well, you don't have to. But if you really want to get super in-depth, they have built this web that is incredible. So you mentioned Thrawn. So let's talk about him for a minute. <clears throat> from someone, from my perspective, who's not watched Clone Wars or Rebels or doesn't really know much about Thrawn outside of what I saw in Ahsoka and a a little bit of background research. What were y'all's thoughts? I guess I'll go there first of Thrawn's performance in Ahsoka versus who, how he was portrayed. Maybe even in that series or in the, in the uh, animated series. Good. Derek, you go first. Um, I thought he was great because being the voice already, he's kind of embodied that. Um, and it, Thrawn is just such this like, cool, calm, collected character that is all about strategy. And what he does, for anybody that might not know the super in-depth, he looks at 
different cultures art and that's how he figures out how to beat them in battle that's really his biggest part in his his strategy so when all this stuff was happening when he was like i made that mistake once i'm not going to make it again and send out two tie fighters and you know bomb the, the the main area and blow up the temple it was like oh He's not making those mistakes he did before because he never makes the same mistake twice. So I thought they they knocked it out of the park with that too. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the the, the what I he um he has a level of evil, but he also has a level of professionalism, and 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 he is very big into the he he's big into the empire. Like he he is he has that you know, he always goes toward this is you know this is for the benefit of the empire. This is for the benefit of the empire. And that's how he was portrayed. And I think they've been pretty consistent. Because even in the book, I think they're pretty consistent with the books. Uh, um, you know, again, he did have to, he, you know, he, he did have to face uh, Han and Luke. And let I me mean, believe me, he, he, he dealt with everybody. Um, so there's a lot of great episodes. And Evan, there's, we could recommend some books for you because there's some. I also, the other interesting thing was... Um, you know, teaming with the witches and also the, the troopers that were like zombies. Mm-hmm. There was a book on that too. There was a book. Did you, um, there is. And then yeah. also that comes into play into the video games into, yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, like Jedi survivor and stuff. So, yeah. so I love that they're tying all this stuff together because it makes, I was getting after the last trilogy, it was like all those things I read in the books, didn't make sense anymore because they went against it, you know, cause you know, in the yeah. books, like look, Chewbacca dies. Right. And in this one, Han Solo dies. Like, wait, what's going on here? And it, they messed, they messed that up. And, and, you know, um, Luke had a son in the books. Right. And, and they don't yep, even talk and about was that. married. Yeah. And married to Mar Jade. Right. Which, which, yep. which is another character that we need to bring on somehow. That's gotta be oh, another, I know. Class, another classic character. So that whole sequence bothered me because they lost it and i don't understand why they would go against it but they made a decision and you know maybe they i I think if they did if it was if it was the people are doing this now i bet you they would not have gone against that but that's another whole story for another time so we have to we have to live with that now and that's okay the fact that they're not doing it here is so key to me you know to keep me in engaged and to keep me loving what i'm seeing every week they're they haven't deviated and i love that Yeah, yeah same here and also I have a feeling in the next season they're going to introduce Batu because Batu was was a big part of Thrawn and Anakin and Vader and Padme. Yes. So the, you know cuz they're desperate to get more of these characters in and now they're just kind of doing it and they realize that most people that go to the parks don't care. But if they can also do it and add a story or like a stage show kind of thing or more of that character interaction where all the ships are and make it fit into the actual timeline. I think they're, I think they're going to use it in the series. So yeah, like a Thrawn restaurant, maybe they could, or, <laughs> I, 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 could you imagine how cool that would be? No, or a meet and greet. It just, I, I would love to get, you know, like that's a meet and greet, but, the, but they have to bring these characters because they need more characters for, for Batu. They do. They, they need, something. Oh yeah. They need something there. So if they could, they could make that happen. It'll be great. It'll be great, and um, but maybe we could do it. Maybe they can do it because Sabine Wren can come and wear her helmet, and there's no problem there. Um, Hera could come. I think that like I could, the, all these characters. Obviously, Ashoka's there now in Disneyland, so 
they could do this. I think that would be an, a great thing. Um, it's just these characters are re- near and dear, and they're not going away. Now, somewhere along the line, they have to go away because it doesn't fit in with the rest of the series. So right. that's another thing I'm worried about. What you know? What are they going to say about you know how, what happens? Do they all die? I mean, I don't understand. Yeah, and I, and I don't know if they're wanting us to kind of wonder or if they just don't have any idea yet. Star Wars fans wonder. I you wonder. Know, you know, you know, everybody's wondering. <laughs> well, yeah, we got to figure out where has it fit. Maybe they get. Maybe they were on another galaxy and they couldn't get back. You know, maybe they missed it all. I don't. Well, know. and that's where in in the newest Star Wars, it's the Jedi Survivor. Or, yeah, I think because Fallen Order was the first one. Um, in that one, they find a whole new planet that the ancient Jedi had, and like it's like this sanctuary kind of place, and and they go there to kind of retire. Maybe they bring that in because that game is canon. Oh, it could be. It could be interesting. Yeah, Thrawn to me was like a. Uh, he was like six moves ahead playing chess. I mean, this was my first true interaction watching him on his uh, battle board or chess board of you know whatever that graphic where he's watching the simulations happening, right? And you know he made that comment to Ahsoka about how I knew you would approach that way because of your master or whatever like mm-hmm. you, you kind of mentioned that too Derek but he just that's how he he studies people like he was he knew her and how she would approach the situation so he knew how to respond to that and what a just a, a mastermind of of war and strategy and we've just not seen that i don't really think you see that in a lot of films honestly or series or anything like that you don't see you know you see the Darth Vaders and the Mauls and Sidious i mean they they just storm people with lightsabers and use the force and just yeah. show power well, but like which i know sith are different than than you know empire but still well the empire is, has a lot of bumbling admirals and grand like, like yeah. everybody they're yeah. all like cowards or or uh, bumbling and you know and stormtroopers can't shoot very well um all those kind of things that you know always crack me up is how bad they shoot why don't they learn how to shoot better yeah like, like <laughs> you, you would think they would have classes they don't they're always just terrible at shooting um and and uh, and and all the and all the people who run the ships are all like some so, something's hidden and they're a coward and they're doing something. He's not. He's not. Yep. He's a very different. You know. Again, I don't. Um, he's from he's from a different planet, obviously, and he's he's got the blue skin and everything like that. But he is he's a mastermind, and he is he he commands that. And as you can tell, Hera does not want him coming coming over. Like he, she does not. You know, she knows the danger. Whereas the rest of the council didn't really seem to care. Ah, you know, what's, you know, Hey, he's not coming. And she's like, you you know, you don't want him to come back. So she knows from the rebels, she knows how bad he is. And I think in the rebels, rebels probably epitomizes that, that last episode where, um, where Ezra and, and, and Thrawn have the, the big battle, the epic battle. And, and, and they get, they go off into the galaxy together. Um, you could see what a terrible human being he or not, or not human being, a, a terrible being he is. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a chist. Chist, yes. Yeah, that's right. and that's where I recommend anybody that even remotely thinks they like Thrawn to to either read or listen to that series. Um, it's three books. They're pretty long, but they're fantastic, and it shows all about Thrawn and where he came from and why he came from and. It's it's interesting because there's a part of that where it's maybe his home world is going to attack. 
and he's kind of a plant. So interesting. It, well, you know what's yeah. you know what's interesting too is and and Derek, one of the, I, I've read things about this when, whenever those act, whenever those authors made a pitch to write one of those series, they had to go to Lucas and and Skywalker Ranch and pitch their ideas and talk about the characters and understand how these characters would go forward in the universe right they they couldn't just pick a new character and start with it and say hey this is going to happen this is jar jar binks or whatever this they they went and they they actually spent the time to make sure that that character would work and then other authors had the ability to take some of these characters that were created only in the books at the time and use them in their books and that was it's very that was very interesting to me because if you went you know from all you remember there was like a rotation of authors and all the different books I have, like I have a whole gigantic bookshelf full of just about all Star Wars books, and um, I, you, you could see how that was. The, the characters they they introduced, you know, dozens of characters that didn't exist in the movies, and now some of them are appearing on, you know, appearing now, um, which I just think is amazing. As as an author, it's got to be a great feeling to see one of your characters that you created now coming onto the, the screen. Yeah. And I know with Timothy Zahn, uh, Lucasfilm contacted him. And so he was like, you know, and he was writing his books and his he said his manager or his agent or whatever called him. He's like, hey, I got this interesting call you might want to take. And they like they were like, we think you're the guy that can handle this. Go. Hmm. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's that's awesome because he he's actually my favorite too. He was at um he was at some show we were at not that long ago and I, the line to get his autograph was so long and I really wanted to do it and I just couldn't. It was just too much time. Um, but he's an amazing he's amazing he's amazing and he his some he has some of the best books. Now you know the other the other series that I loved was the Usain Vaughn um with those with that one race that came and they just started devastating all the planets. Is that in the the new stuff? No, um, no, 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 no. That's there was a there was a series of about I'd say about ten books. Um, for this there was this one race of of beings that um were a warrior race and they came and they started devastating all the planets. That's where that's when Chewbacca died. In that okay, see that I had so that would have been like the uh the legend stuff. That that was great. Let me tell you something. That was a great series, except for the fact that Chewbacca dies. But besides that, it's it's a it's an amazing series. Yeah, and 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 uh, that I mean, I've I could see that. I've actually heard, I've I've seen, you know, in some of the, um, the groups that I've that I'm in, people talking about that's a great way. You know, that may be something they want to eventually entertain. You know, how because that's that was a really big villain um, that came in and, and it united. You know, at the time, even the Empire had to help the rebels and empires were, were actually working together a little bit to fight them. That's how that's how bad they were. Which is, a, you know, it's a very interesting topic right there too. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, th- this is, there's so many worlds, Evan, that are outside of this. And, and that, so again, f- for us to see something like this show up here, it's just amazing to me. And that's why I, I just keep blinking my eyes. I'm watching it and I'm like, you know, I, I don't want this to end. What do you mean only eight episodes, six episodes or what, eight episodes? I, I mean, I want this to end right now. I want to see more. I want to see more. Yeah. No, so me I, too. Yeah. So now, what do you guys think about the droids? So we've got Hu Yang and then we've yep. got Chopper. Yeah, I, I love, love Chopper. Hu Yang. So I've got to mention the, to me, if not one of the the best scene maybe in the whole series was at the beginning, 
when they're in the whale's mouth and they're in the cockpit and it's Ahsoka and Hu Yang talking. And, you know, he's like, do you want to pass time and hear a story? Right. And she's like, no. And then he says something, something he hints to like the first three episodes. Cause I have all of those in my memory bank. And she said, well, the first one was the best. Did y'all that, get that comment? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes. That was such a cool, you know, exchange back and forth right there. And, you know, then of course, right before the opening credits, he said a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And then it cut to the credits. And I was like, chill bumps on the arm, you know, like what a cool, you know, just like chef's kiss right there at that point. I mean, just, I mean, for Star Wars fans, like for, especially longer than me, y'all had to think that was an amazing scene. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, it was so good. And and then even moving on, like the lightsaber building thing with mm-hmm. Ezra. Oh my yep. goodness. Yep. Oh, and, that was so cool. And they're just opening up even more merchandising opportunities because, you know, people are probably starting to get a little bit tired of Savi's workshop. Yes. Well, now they just open that up again. <laughs> yeah. Pu- and Hu- because Yang's now they can have Hu Yang in there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. And even if it's still Savi's workshop, oh, they've got Hu Yang in there. And it's just somebody, you know, in the suit. Yeah. I, well, I'd pay for that again. So how about, that's another one. How about Ezra? Because I, at first I wasn't sure... When I first saw Ezra the first time leaning against the the uh, the ship there, and I was like, I don't know if that's Ezra. But now, the more I look at it, I'm, I'm really like, that's Ezra. Definitely Ezra growing older. I mean, you know, because Ezra always had a crew cut and wasn't was didn't have a beard. But you look at him now; he's yeah, he didn't Ezra. look like Moses before. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. but, he, but it's but it's Ezra. It's it's definitely Ezra. They did a good oh. job with him too. Yeah, I think he's got enough of that awkwardness of the, of the young Ezra, but now that confidence that he's he's a Jedi now, really, and I think he did a really great job. And I think there's a lot of criticism on him, or at least more than the other characters. But we're we haven't even touched the surface with him yet. I mean, what he he was only in three episodes, right? Right, barely yeah. two and a half or two and a fraction. But for him to say I didn't need a lightsaber and just use the force in fighting, I've been waiting on somebody to just use the force in in fighting and not a lightsaber. And it was so cool seeing someone finally do that. Oh yeah, that I loved that scene. Yeah, like, and, why do you and, and do that more? We need I mean, Zeb now. We need Zeb. We need Zeb. Somehow they're gonna bring Zeb because Zeb was in that in the bar scene in, in what is it, Mandalorian or one? Um, but we need we need him back, and we need him to we need him to join up with those guys. We need to get oh, he'll Rebel, be back. The Rebels back. He, they got to get him in. Yeah, he'll um, for sure be back. That's why they had to have put him in that bar scene. Yeah. Yes. Now then they won't be able to get Kane in. Now, now there was, and Evan, when you there was another Jedi, the Jedi that taught was um, was Ezra's master was Kane and Jarrus, and he was a very he was a great, I, I liked him as a Jedi. He was a great, great Jedi. He wasn't, he wasn't your classic, super strong, super powerful Jedi, but he was a, he was a, a smart guy. And, and he, and he, he, he just, he worked well with that team and, and you got to really like him after a while. I know, I know I was a big fan of him. How about you? How about you, Derek? Oh yeah. And I, I yeah, I loved him and he really more has that Qui-Gon Jinn kind of yes. feel. Um, so yeah, I, I always loved him in that series. That's why I like broke my heart when he was gone. I know, I know, I know. It was sad. I was surprised they did that, but again, 
they, with the Jedi, you can't really have a lot of Jedi survive because there weren't a lot after a while, right? So, um, but Zeb has to come back. We need Zeb soon. That's part of yeah, at least get the rest of the team together because because another that's a great thing too is if they if they go out as a t- as a group again, you know who knows, right? That could happen. Um, maybe they will do that. Maybe they'll go out as a, as a rebel. They'll get the rebels together. But I, I we haven't really cool. talked. We haven't really talked about Sabine. Now let's talk about Sabine because I, I think they did a really good job casting that, and I think that that's a great character. What do you think? I, I think she's really easy to look at for sure. <laughs> I, thought, I thought she was great, but like all three of the main women, I was like, okay, good job, Star Wars. You did, you did a nice job with them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, for her to not have any force ability, but then like at the end, I mean. It was major, right? Not only did she get the lightsaber to come to her, but then helping with the force jump thing for Ezra. I mean, that, you know, from going to nothing to like, I guess, finally, quote unquote, tapping into that, I guess, or whatever she had to do to get there. So that is real cool that we have an experienced Mandalorian in training using lightsaber and force sensitive now because of practice person like her. In, in the show. That is really cool to me. Like I always thought, man, a Mandalorian Jedi would be so cool. Well, now we have one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and so she can be dangerous now. Oh, oh very, yeah. big time, big time, big time. And, and, and the good thing is that she mastered all the other skills without her force abilities, which makes her even better. I think in a lot of ways, because she's, you know, she's, she knows lightsaber fighting. She can fight. She shoots. She's got the jet pack. She's got the whole, the whole gear. Plus now she's got the force. Yeah, she's tough. She's tough. And now she's going to be stuck on that planet with Ahsoka. They have nothing better to do than train. That's right. That's right. And I've said this before when we talked about Mandalorian, but I never, you know, watching all the Star Wars movies, I was like, nothing can beat a Jedi. You know, nothing at all. Jedi, just lightsaber force. I mean, what could come against them? But then when I saw Din Djarin fighting a, a Jedi, and I guess it was up against Ahsoka, right? It was for that time, yeah. And that little fight scene, I was like, "Yeah, wow, okay." A Mandalorian can go up, and then I learned about the wars and all that. But I was thinking, a a Mandalorian can go up against a Jedi. That kind of opened up a whole new possibility to me. That's there's there's an enemy there that is a a worthy foe of a Jedi. So that that was very surprising to me. But now knowing that one is a is combined and Sabine, it you're right. It, it can make her very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, what's interesting too, is when you think about it, that the Mandalorian, so Mandalore was, was devastated by the empire. You would have thought that they would have put up a better fight. I always, to, to this day, I always feel like what happened, maybe, you know, that's another whole thing I'd love to, to know more about is it's because, you know, that they were a warrior race. They, you know, they, they were, you know, pound for pound, one Mandalorian can kill 30 stormtroopers, right? I mean, it would just like, you know, just like a Jedi. Um, you would have, you would, you would have thought that they would have put up a better battle on it. And um, that is sad because it'd be great to have them around, especially in, in these fights against the empire. Well, I think you get to a point and this is by no means from a point of expertise, but you get to a point where just massive quantity overrules quality. I mean, look at, executing order 66 right yeah, and yeah, um yeah. all of yeah. the just that many people turning on that few of people at once and and we don't know i guess the battle of mandalore how many 
how much of the enemy was just swarming that planet, right? So I guess you eventually get to a point where you're just tired, right? And I, I guess that just puts it in, in that into the equation or whatever. But yeah, I would like to know more. And I, I agree. I mean, I don't know how well of a fight they did put up, but this, that was interesting to me. So, so do you think, so here, here's a question to both of you. Do you think that, so, so we have the Mandalorian, we have, um, we have Boba Fett, we have, um, uh, Katie Sackoff's character. I'm drawing a blank right now, but okay. So let's just say, are, are they going to all come? Do you think we're going to have them all come join forces now in, in fighting Thrawn? Is this, are Bo-Katan. we going to see? That just came to uh, me. Bo- yeah, Bo- <laughs> yeah Bo- right, Bo- exactly. Um, do you guys think that that's going to happen? That we're going to have like an Avengers Star Wars version here where we get everybody to come and fight? I mean, is that I know. possible? I, th- I think timeline-wise, part of it's possible. But yeah. I just don't know what they're... I, I, just, I really don't know where they're going to go with it. Because, you know, and, and with going with like the whole Mandalore destruction, that a lot of that happened because they were fighting themselves. So like all the different tribes on Mandalore were fighting each other. Mm-hmm. So they okay. weren't united enough to stand up to the Empire. And that's where... You know, Mandalorian and and Book of Boba Fett kind of pick up, and when when um when Mando meets Bo-Katan, they're like, you know, all those clans didn't get along; they all wanted power. So, is it going to be a power struggle too between the quote unquote good guys? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely. an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, because that could I could see that now. Yeah, and definitely. and what happens to Grogu? Like, there's all these characters that aren't in the most recent three movies, which I'm still hoping the world beyond worlds just erases those. No one would be upset. They still exist somewhere. (laughs) They still exist, but not in the main timeline, like erase them. Yeah, I know. I know. I would love to erase them. So for me, like, like, I mean, my, my position on the three most recent movies is I liked them. Like I like them as movies alone, but I can completely see why, they totally do not match the the first six or any of these shows. It just doesn't have, I don't even know how to explain it. It doesn't have the same feel to it. It's just maybe cheapening or something. But again, as three standalone movies, I liked them. I think they were good movies, but they just yeah. don't fit into The Emperor coming back to me just didn't seem like the Emperor yeah. was dead. How what is he doing coming back? Yeah, and they I had enough characters that. that they could have brought in or whatever bad guys. But yeah, like they started off great. The first one was awesome. I loved it. And then the second one was, oh my. I, I didn't think there could be a worse episode over um, uh, Phantom Menace. And yeah. they really did it. They did. They did. Oh. It's, it's, uh, it was, it was, it just crushed me. And then, and then having Luke Skywalker die, I mean, oh. I just don't, why? There's no reason to. And then they're why? like, well, maybe he's not actually dead. I'm like, okay. Are we going to play this you, game? Because you, because you missed the whole Marge thing, right? That's gone. You don't have Luke's, uh-huh. Luke's son, right? Don't have, like, I, uh, it, there's all those, it opens up so much more. Luke Skywalker's son, what a great storyline. Let's do this. Bring it. Oh, we can't. He's dead. You yeah. know, he was a hermit living in the woods, uh, in, in the mountains somewhere with these little, with the little porgs. Um, like, it just doesn't seem like the Luke I know. I, I don't know. Right. It just, it bothers and, me. And, you know, the, the argument of, well, they were trying to have a strong female lead to, to get, you know, to give girls and women something to be excited about and get younger 
females into Star Wars. Okay, you tried. It worked a little bit with Rey, but now you've got Ahsoka and and Sabine and Hera that everybody knows now. Yep. They're so much better characters. Yep. It's not even it's not it's not even close. It's night and day how much better they are. And the, and we're not even talking about Shin either. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I was know. gonna bring her up too. Yeah, if you want the dark side, she's incredible. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. I was gonna talk about her and Morgan Elsbeth. Uh both were very interesting characters to me, especially Morgan Elsbeth going into this whole um I guess becoming, you know, a witch herself there at the end by receiving the gift of shadows or whatever they called it. And mm-hmm. she's able to now access this uh, magic or the old magic uh, herself. And she was a, a pretty, you know, formidable opponent too. And I, I knew she was familiar and this just was just me not putting forth the bandwidth to research this enough. But I noticed on the episode where Mando and Ahsoka are on that planet, that's who is holding the Beskar staff as Morgan Elsbeth. So that's her. Yes tie in there and i was like oh yeah okay duh that's where she's from but she is an excellent fighter i mean great yeah um so she was a strong character to me i mean and she had a presence about her too she was on a mission man to get back to thrawn i mean she she was a great character in the series i i don't think she was weak at all at any point um i thought she was a great character well you know it's funny i loved her i loved her facial expressions too like because when when thrawn was like yeah, I need you to take care of this. And you probably won't be coming with us, but yeah. you need you to take care of it. And she's like, okay. You know, at first she was like, what? Yeah. You know, then she's like, okay, I got to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to go take care of this. Uh, and that was, you know, he, he said that a couple of times. He said, Hey, you know, you know, those they're out there right now. And if they're, if they don't come back tough, we're leaving without them. And that's the kind of way he was. He doesn't care. Like if he's set on something, it, it doesn't matter. He has no he has no ties to anybody, which is which is amazing. Well, why, right. why people follow him so much? I don't know why. Well, they, they, you know, he said my primary objective is to leave this planet, right? So that was his primary goal, and like you said, he didn't see anything else. He saw that. That's what his mind was set on, and he went for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you if you don't want to come with them, tough, right? You don't you don't come. <laughs> yeah. So, so what, are some, what are some more highlights? Any, and we talked a lot about the characters, but was there any a couple you know highlights that anybody wanted to talk about in the whole series as we head towards the tail end here? Yeah, I think you know we, we probably should talk about any down points that we might think too, because yeah. again, I think this this series was a nine out of ten. It was fantastic. The only thing was some of the pacing, especially in like the earlier episodes, was drawn out a little too long. Like when they're staring at Sabine and. Like, okay, um, we probably could have gotten rid of a little bit of that. And we were talking on on my podcast on Limit the Land Speeder, the last episode about uh, one of the guys really was upset because he's like, there was no character development. I didn't know who any of these people were. And to my argument, it was like, then watch the other shows. He's like, well, I don't want to have to. I'm like, well, then that's your fault right. but yeah. they could have done some where you could have had just small flashbacks or yeah. something and yeah. told the story a little bit but do we want to waste when you only have six or six or eight episodes you need to waste time with that see that's i thought about that too and i'm like okay but i don't want that because i, I know what's going on if you're a fan you, you're a fan you should know this stuff and move on right that's yeah. That's I think I if they would, yeah, I think if they would have taken out a lot of that pause and and just 
looking at the beautiful scenery, which is really cool how they're doing it. But I think if they would have drawn that back, it would have given them more than enough time. To so do I'm, it. I'm maybe a good example of this. I mean, I've not watched the animated series. I've I have only watched all of the live action period, which means live action shows and the live action movies. So when I see like Hera and I see Ezra, to me the show gave me enough detail. Hera is a a general. She's a part of the rebellion or New Republic or whatever is coming up. And she's good. And, you know, that's what I, that's all I needed for the moment. If I want to go do more research on Hera, I could go down that road. You know, I know Sabine is a Mandalorian because of obviously the armor and what is said about her. I know she's a little bit of a rebel herself, breaking the training from Ahsoka. I, I guess, long story short, I could kind of place it all together, you know, enough for the story to make sense. And if I want to go look more into it, then I, I could. So I think they did enough, but could they have done more? Yeah, I think so. And I, I would have been okay with that. Well, that's good to hear because now we need to have both of you guys on mine. And, we and we <laughs> then we can talk about that a little bit. Yeah. But then, yeah. but then you know, we can come in and have you guys theme out a ride too and Star Wars if I one of the rides. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I've been wanting to do that. I've actually been, I've been thinking about one, a good one for that. So I, I've been wanting to do that. Well, then we'll talk wait, wait, after yeah. this and get you scheduled. Hey, so here's, a, here's another thing that I – that bothers me and this is it's more funny but so uh, in ashoka's ship uh, when sabine was practicing in that one room she's practicing with the lightsaber and doing things and 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 then she takes a break and the table pops up and then they start eating on it without cleaning it like because you think like there they are they're just, like they're walking all over hey, hey look at start eating and they throw the food right on top of it and they're eating right off the top of that i'm like okay something's wrong there what's going on there Definitely that was, heard that, that was, argument. Now I oh, was you a have frat that? boy. Okay, yeah. yeah, I've heard that one, but I was a frat boy, so I'm like, man, that that's still cleaner than anything I ate <laughs> off of yeah, in college. I know. I so agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but that was funny. So a, a negative to me was this. What was his name? Maroc, or something? Oh, the, Merrick. Merrick. Okay, yeah. Like he shows up, right? But we got. No, I like. Okay, from my perspective, I have no story on this guy. There I would is have none. to okay, so there's none outside of Ahsoka either. Uh-uh. No, nope. Just, and just I think created. I think that they hit what they wanted to do, and that was make everyone speculate who he was. Oh my goodness, there were so many. I was getting so annoyed with some of the people with the things they were thinking. Oh, that's Ezra. No, it's not going to be Ezra. Are yeah, you kidding me? No. Yeah, uh, it was just crazy. Or like, things oh, Star Killer from uh, Force yeah, Unleashed. Yes, and- yes, which would be cool, but that wasn't the right. He would have been too strong. Yeah, uh, I wanted him to stay around longer for sure. Um, I actually just got his pop figure because I thought I think he's such an interesting character. But I'm like, could we get a backstory on what that was? I mean, he was just yes. created from magic, I guess. Yeah, that's what it seems like. But and if, how, if you did, can, how did that happen? That seems the, like a good story, right? If the great mothers or whatever can create something, if that if they were the creation of of this character, if they can create something like him that fights. As good as he fought, <laughs> that's kind of scary to think about. Uh, exactly. Maybe that's how the Empire comes back. Yeah. Or the First Order. Know. We don't know what the cargo is, right? Oh, that's got to be some some dead bodies. It's got to be, right? That's they're going to resurrect. Then that's well, what the, that, the mothers are. That's waiting. what they did. Yeah. So that and that's kind of like there were zombie. The zombie stormtroopers were were crazy that was so you know again we there are there are books on that and it's part of some other stories but and video games but 
that's just a crazy thing because that means he has an unlimited army. And, right. and you think about it. So, so my other thing too, is they were stranded all that time there. What did they do for food and stuff? Like, like all that. They eat the little turtle guys. I like them. I like them, but I loved yeah. them. Um, and, and they've gotten so good at picking these little characters between yes. yeah. the Porgs and Babu Frick. And yes, of Bobby course Frick. my, my yeah. favorite, the murder bears, you know, on yeah. Endor. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they've gotten so good at this that they're like, I, I feel like they have a team that's just like, what's the next merchandising genius thing that doesn't have to have any backstory. Yeah. Exactly, I mean, exactly. And those are, those are fantasy minded you know, that, that's a fantasy minded team, right? Coming up with these magical creatures of, of that's what's cool about it. They're like magical creatures you would see in fantasy, but it's in sci-fi. So that's what's, mm-hmm. what's neat about it to me. Well, and then Lothcat, the Lothcat was, was cool as heck too, because we got to see a couple of those and we've seen those in the, you saw those in the cartoons all the time. And then, so they did those and you know, that's going to be next time you go to Batu, you're going to see them in the stores. Oh, totally. Yeah. They're, they're I mean, I'll great. buy it. I'm yeah. going to buy all of this stuff. I <laughs> promise you, like, they're going to get my money. I know. I know. Me too. Me too. And, and I just can't wait for the witch's sword to come out. Like, I am. Uh, that's uh, that's going to be bought. That? You think they're Of course do they yeah. are. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe it's not out already. It'll be out for Christmas, I bet. Yeah, it probably will be. It probably will be. I didn't see it at Comic-Con. Like, I was looking to see if any. They. They don't have. They didn't have anything new there, because I think they're just waiting. Because they're, they're just waiting to announce stuff. Because usually they announce stuff at Comic Con, but I didn't see any of that stuff. So I was hoping that I was hoping to see that, but I didn't. So I'm hoping that they're going to get it as well, because I'll be first in line. I want that <laughs> big time. Well, okay. So let's. So our, our ranking so far, um, like again, I, I this is my number one so far in the Star Wars series. Is it it? I mean, I mean, I, it's the problem is so is Mandalorian, but I, I just, Ashoka hit me on the heart more because of all the, you know, seeing Ezra, uh, all like Sabine, all Hera, all that being able to see them in real life was so important to me. Whereas Mandalorian was, is it's kind of like a new character. So you didn't know it, it didn't have a lot of, um, something that you can go back at and look at. Yes, there were some people along the way that in, in the Mandalorian series that you did see um, in the other Star Wars lore, but not there. So with, with this, where it hit me more was that I got to see some of my favorites, you know, and especially Ashoka, but, but I already had seen her. But I think to me, that's why it's going to edge out as much as I love Mandalorian. And it's so hard to say one better than the other, but to me, Ashoka is going to be a little bit higher right now. Um, you know, again, the second series is going to have to because Mandalorian was very consistently good, right? You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they're going to have to be able to do that. Um, they're going to, the next one's going to have to stay, you know, stay in the same excellence. So that, that, that's a tough thing. But, you know, right now, I'm ranking it a teeny bit better. How about you, Derek? I am the same way. And my reason is because I knew that Mandalorian was going to be a smash hit. Like they hadn't done this yet. The characters were already perfect. Like I knew it was going to be great. It was the action. It was what we all wanted. Ahsoka, they could have really messed this up. Yes. And they didn't. And the fact that the casting, 
of characters that already existed and people who've played them that didn't get these parts and they still did such an amazing job. That's why it takes the edge for me. Well, I kind of already gave my two cents. So I'm still ranking Mando one. Ahsoka's very close secondly, but I need to go back and watch Mando again. I don't know. That may still hold the spot for me, but it's very close. It's just a well completed show. Well, the cinematography is great. The character development is great. Like, like we said, all of these, all those things added up together. Um, where is that? So, but wait, so is it Ashoka, Mandalorian, Andor, and Boba Fett in that order? What about Obi Wan? I don't know where that falls. Uh, Obi Wan, where does Obi Wan fall in that? Yeah. Ooh. So for me, it's going to be Ahsoka, Mando. Uh, yeah, um, Andor for sure. I, I think Andor's number three for me too. Yeah, and then honestly, like Boba Fett and. Obi-Wan were right along the same for me because like everybody wanted to complain about them. I thought they were fun. Well, I thought Boba Fett was fun. I thought Obi-Wan gave me enough of just seeing the character alive again. I think that was the the point of that one, really. I mean, yeah, I can't decide which one I didn't like more because I really didn't like Boba Fett a lot and I didn't like Obi-Wan a lot. I don't know why. Um, And I didn't I don't hate either one of them either, but they just weren't your favorites. Yeah, they just weren't my favorites. And I can totally see that. For me, like, I don't think we needed Boba Fett to come back. Yeah. But I didn't hate that he did, and I really love Fennec. Yes, Fennec. Yes, Fennec was but, good. You know, Boba Fett is one of the most famous characters in Star Wars lore, and you think about the amount of screen time that he's had before this series, right? He hardly had anything, and he's so popular. Um. I think he deserved it. It, it, it. I don't think people realized that he was going to be this older, bald guy. And I think that was a hard one for people to, to but it, that, you know, if you read the books, if you read the, the, the books on uh, the Boba Fett books, he was an old, decrepit guy, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's what happened. So I, I don't hate it. I, I liked it. How about, what did you, what do you, where do you guys rank the uh, Jar Jar Binks Chronicles? Do you do you have that on your list? <laughs> well, they, they, that's right. They didn't film those yet. Okay, that's right. So speaking of really quick in the last few minutes, so in the next like rolling twelve months for live action series, we have uh, the Skeleton Crew or Skeleton Crew, right? That's coming out. Yep. Possibly early twenty four, and then the Acolyte is coming out twenty twenty four, and then we don't have Andor season two until August of twenty twenty four. What yeah, worries me. Right. I'm not really worried about the Andor one as much. Hopefully that kind of is, is equally awesome as the first one was, but with the Acolyte and Skeleton crew, you know, I don't see like Dave Filoni or John Favreau. I don't see their names on these. That just, you know, a little bit hesitant. I don't, I don't know. I'm not, of course, talking down about a show. I have no idea what it is, but I'm just, I am, uh, I guess I'll, stay on the side of optimism about these shows coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anxious about them. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, as they start getting to that and then they start doing the old Republic stuff, yeah. you know, I, I love the old Republic. I love, love the new books about the old Republic and the high, or I guess it's the high Republic. Um, they're fantastic. So I hope they're good, but, um, Kathleen Kennedy used to be good too. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I know, I know. I worry about that. I worry about that. 
it's 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 interesting. We'll see. I mean, again, I they haven't let us down. Even you know, we just rank things, and whatever was the worst is still pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, that's and no one Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, people really. There's a lot of people that really didn't like Boba Fett. I I thought it was really fun. See, I I loved Bad Batch too. I, I wish they could do a oh Bad a, Batch a live was version good. of Bad Batch. Bad yeah. Batch was excellent. I did I, see I that just, Bad I Batch. That. Yeah, that was good. I love that. I love that, and I I would hope they would do something there too because that's just great characters, great characters. Um, but we'll see. Maybe maybe they'll show up on. They show up soon. You never know. They could show up somewhere. We'll see. But I I just think this the fact that. They're doing things the right way is what matters to me because I was so downtrodden after the last trilogy. I really was. Uh-huh. It really bothered me. It was just like, you you just shot me, guys. I just spent all these years reading these books and spending all this time and getting my mind around everything. And then you're just throwing it in the garbage. And uh, yeah. I, it really bothers me. So I agree. Doing it the right way. They're doing it the right way now. Well, you know, great way to kind of wrap up the show. Derek, thank you so much for coming on. We really oh, thank appreciate you guys it. for having me. It's always yeah. a blast hanging out with you guys. So plug where we can uh, find you, where Spoonies can listen to you. You mentioned a podcast, so kind of talk about that and then where they can find you. Yeah, they can uh, check out Living with the Land Speeder. It's a podcast that I have with my buddies, Katrin and Ryan Street, and they're from the I Am Geek show. And uh, we every episode, we Star Warsify a different ride at Disney Parks. Or attraction. It's, it's a great podcast, guys. I listened to a <laughs> bunch of episodes. It's good. It's really good. It's, that is it's so cool. Fun. It's a lot of fun, and it's fun to get to use your imagination. And sometimes they they just tank. Like I have the absolute worst one. I'll tell you, it's the Beauty and the Beast stage show one, and you can listen to mine. And well, it's and already horrible sit. anyway, so it can't be. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I made it just absolutely awful. <laughs> I mean, like it's the running joke of everything. Like everybody that listens to the show and and like goes back and they're like. Derek, that was by far the worst. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. Uh, so yeah, so you can check out Living with the Land Speeder, and then also you can find me on all social medias at the Derek Frank. Um, I do YouTube and need to get back into everything now that I'm done moving. So yeah, well, yeah. And, we, and again, we we really appreciate you coming on, and hopefully it's, you'll you'll come on again. I think this we got to do a regular, give you a regular spot every once in a while. So <laughs> totally, Absolutely. we need to get you guys on land speeder. I think yes, we'll oh, you guys we're, the ride. We're always at, we're always ready to join and talk. You know, you know us. We it's not, there's nothing we we we'll talk about anything. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, invite us both on. We'll have it. We'll have a blast. Uh, I think I think we stuff. should do that. Yeah, we'll get it scheduled like this week. Perfect. Okay. All right. You got Brian, it. any closing thoughts? No, I think this is great. Great episode. Um, you know, you can't say enough. It's show, if you guys, if, if you listeners, if you haven't seen Ashoka yet, you better get on it. Turn it on. Go watch it right now, please. You're, you're not, you're not going to have any problems with it. You're going to love it. So anybody will like this. I'm, I'm sorry. Even if you don't even like Star Wars, you'll probably like this. I agree. Yeah. Let me end the show so you can go watch Ahsoka if you haven't. There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us, of course, on uh all the socials we're on facebook a spoonful of podcast spoony nation that is our facebook group please come and join the conversation post about ahsoka what are your thoughts what was your favorite star wars live action series or animated series or movie did you like the skywalker sagas if so uh you can send a message straight to the Derek frank i'm just kidding now you can bring it straight into uh in the group and we'll talk about it together so we're also on instagram we're on twitter you can email us info at a spoonful of podcast Dot com. Lastly, please don't forget to rate and review the show. It really does help our community 
grow. So without further ado, broadcasting from the backside of water. Until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonfulofpodcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, the return to civilization. Civilization.